What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sports Spencer here, and today I'm going to talk about something I don't want to talk about, but I have to talk about. Antonio Brown was traded overnight last night to the Oakland Raiders for a third and a fifth round pick. Now, last night I was fast asleep. I did not see it when it first broke, but when I woke up and saw that that's what the Steelers got for him... <laughs> Being a Steelers fan, yeah, I was fucking pissed. A third and a fifth round pick. The Steelers the Steelers got gypped, but Antonio Brown put Pittsburgh into a situation where they weren't going to get a first round pick. Hell, not not even a second, and that's just sad. That's the situation that Pittsburgh was put in after the whole Bills fiat after after the whole Bills fiasco. And if you don't know what that the whole Bills fiasco was a few days ago, maybe I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday. I, I believe Thursday. Yeah. Thur- Thursday night Antonio Brown was about to be traded to Buffalo. Then old Buffalo backed out cuz Antonio Brown just wasn't going to report there. That's a problem. That that's a major problem when Someone who demanded a trade, uh, and a trade is when hey you're, a trade is when hey you're going there and you don't have a choice. Now that's hey this is basically free agency for you. That's what kind of pisses me off is that Antonio Brown played it like free agency, and it fucking worked. That's the part that surprised me the most was that it worked. Now he's going to a Raiders team that has their franchise quarterback. And three first-round picks. Granted, they don't have a defense. They're still not going to be great this year. But And he got a fuck ton of money while he was at it. That shocks me. Like, that's probably what I'm most upset about is that he played it like it was free agency. And the NFL does not have rules to prevent that. That needs to be fixed immediately. Because... The Okay, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown both have exposed the NFL's rules. Le'Veon Bell basically sat out the whole season. He, he just sat it out. <laughs> he, <laughs> like, as reported, oh yeah, he'll have to come back week 10. He just didn't come back week 10. And he there was nothing, no fine, no nothing. And now he's a free agent and had a year off to train. That's a problem. And when a player as successful and shit legendary as Antonio Brown is, he should not be able to play it like it's free agency. He should have just dealt with going to Buffalo. The rules need to be fixed on that immediately. Do I now, okay, do I know how the rules should be fixed? No, I don't know the rules. I don't. But there there has to be something you can do. <laughs> I'm not sure what exactly, what rules should be changed or what rules should be implemented. But you cannot have a star player playing a trade request like it's free agency. And you cannot have another star player just sitting out a season so we can get to free agency. Those are problems in the NFL. And 
it's either they fix it immediately, like right the fuck now, or, or, or this becomes a trend where a lot of players do. We're doing it. We're, we're kind of seeing it with the NBA. It's where players say, hey, here are my destinations for every other team. I'm just not going to report to them. They're, we're seeing that with the NBA, and look what's happening. It's not <laughs> the NBA has a top three teams, and then there's everybody else. That's a problem. I do not want to see that in the NFL. I don't. That would be awful. So basically, the moral of this point is something needs to be changed to the point where players just can't treat a trade request like it's trading to. Well, okay, now I'm done with that little rant. That actually was from on my main points. Let's actually talk about the basis of the trade. So Antonio Brown was traded to the Raiders. I'm just going to repeat this for a third and a fifth round pick. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I saw that. My thought was, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what the fuck happened to a first round pick? Because the Raiders have three of those. <laughs> Like me being a Steelers fan, I I'm just kinda grown to be able to laugh at it at this point. But I was fucking pissed for like two hours this morning. Like and I didn't want to make a podcast really pissed off. A third and a fifth for the best receiver in the NFL. And and I'm still gonna stand by that opinion. Antonio Brown's the best receiver in the NFL. A third and a fifth. That's insane. That's actually crazy to think about. Antonio Brown. Okay, let's talk about the Raiders now. The Raiders, they have their franchise quarterback. Clear, clearly, their their plan is to stick with him, and I don't see why they shouldn't. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He is a he is above average. He's good. And but the problem with them last year was he had nothing around him. He had no weapons. The Raiders have not had a one thousand two hundred yard receiver since Jerry Rice. What was it sixteen years ago? Sixteen or seventeen years ago, that was their last a thousand two hundred yard receiver. Now they finally have a number one receiver, and it's one hell of a number one receiver too. It's the best receiver in the NFL. It's, it's, he, he's a legendary receiver. And so they have their quarterback receiver combo and they have their head coach. Cause those are three things that you need. Well, you don't necessarily need a top receiver, but God damn it, it helps. It helps a lot. They have their franchise quarterback. They have their coach for the next nine seasons. And they have an Antonio Brown, who they just paid a lot of money to. He's now the highest paid receiver after the Raiders restructured his deal. And he's getting $30 million guaranteed, which is crazy. Just Sorry, that sorry, that's just crazy by itself. Now, the Raiders... They don't have a defense. They they kind of have an offensive line, not really. Marshawn Lynch, he's a free agent, but they need a running back. They don't have a pass rush, kind of 
they kind of traded that away in September. Khalil Mack, I don't know why, but they but they did. And they do have Gary on Conley for the secondary, which he's which he is a great secondary young player. He's a very good young talent, so I'm not surprised to see him stay. So the Raiders, they have building blocks in place. They have a lot of draft picks. I am pretty sure they have the 2020 Bears pick, too. Actually, yeah, they do have the 2020 Bears pick. So, what do they need? They need a lot. In, in, this was one hell of a trade for John Gruden, too, because this whole time he's been with the Raiders, it's been, oh, yeah, he's just going to trade everybody away. Yeah, he's just trading everybody. <laughs> That's a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> Who's next? Derek Carr? Maybe. <laughs> funny joke. Now he's making moves for players. And I feel like a sense of urgency was kind of in his mind when he thought to himself, damn, who who is wanna, who will want to come to the Raiders in free agency? What is the appeal to being drafted to the Raiders? Now, they have some appeal with Antonio Brown and Derek Carr because if a trade did not happen for Antonio Brown, they would have no appeal. Okay, they would have Derek Carr, but he did not play too well last year. And if I'm a free agent, that's like seeking a big contract. Sure, I mean, you can get money from the Raiders, but why the fuck would you want to play there? <laughs> like That's what I was thinking. But this kind of brings some attraction to Oakland. Well, now is very soon to be Las Vegas, which I feel like that will bring more attraction. Going to a bigger city, bigger market, more money to be made in Las Vegas. Okay, if John Gruden is able to get solid players this free agency, because I don't think he'll get a top free agent. I just don't think that will happen. I don't think he'll get a Le'Veon Bell, an an Earl Thomas, a Landon Collins. I don't think he'll be able to get a a player like that. But let's just say he's able to get solid players, solid starters, not necess- like not when they're not top free agents, but they're still good. Now, if they can kind of get players like that. On two, three-year deals. So they have solid starters for years to come. Hey. They 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 win like six, seven games. Which that's probably what they'll win next year. Let's be honest. They're still not good. I mean, hey. I mean, shit. Get more attractive. I think John Gruden is playing this kind of well. Because what he did was he set himself up for a situation where he needs to rebuild the whole roster. He traded away his star players. He he got a lot of draft picks. He is setting himself up for trades like these for Antonio Brown, where they kept all of their draft picks. Well, they're well, I'm like their top their top draft picks. That is, that's what he's setting the Raiders up to do. Which that's incredible. <laughs> that's actually incredible. Do I still agree with all the trades he made? No, I don't. But looking towards the future, if he plays the draft right and he gets top players, and, well, I mean, he can't really get top players, but 
with that fourth pick, he gets it. <laughs> oh my gosh, imagine DK Metcalf with him. That'd be crazy. Sorry about that, but they have the fourth, 24th, and 27th pick. They're going to get a top prospect, and that top prospect is going to be a D lineman. That's just true. That's just what's going to happen. Unless they get greedy Williams, but I don't see that happening. They could honestly trade down, but I don't really see why. I just don't think that's going to happen to begin with. They could trade down, get more picks, build more towards the future. If they already... Because clearly their D-line is not good. If they can bring in a guy like Quinnen Williams... That would be nice. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> like an Ed Oliver type player. And it turns out that they're really good. <laughs> wow. wow, fucking English Christ. But if they bring in a guy like Quentin Williams, that will help out tremendously. Because Quentin Williams, in my opinion, is going to be one of the top players from this draft class. If they can get a guy like him, and with the 24th and 27th pick, just build just try to build an offensive line because Colton because Colton Miller he had a shaky rookie season. I don't think he's that great, but also that was his rookie season. So I'm not going to bash on him too much with a team that was filled with I mean I mean like you could say controversy the whole season. If they can draft an offensive lineman and just maybe they go for a running back with one of their top picks. I feel like that would help out a lot because a running back gives a weapon for Derek Carr to use, something he desperately needs. If John Gruden plays this free agency and draft well, they could be a 9-1 team. Now, do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't. But John Gruden, he's a good coach. They got a new GM, Mike Mayock. Who, which, shit, clearly, <laughs> clearly he just traded for the best receiver for a third and a fifth. So, he's, he is kind of start. Uh, I mean, he's starting off his management career pretty damn well. So, if they can play this whole offseason thing well, well, shit, you got yourself a team for the future. I don't think they'll crack 8-8, eight and 9-7 eight, and seven next season. But they have their stars. They have cap space. They have draft picks. They have a head coach for the next nine years. Let's see what happens. Now, let's move on to the other team that was in this trade, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers have basically been known for winning. That's just true. You cannot, you cannot really debate me versus that. Pittsburgh has made the playoffs for a large majority since <laughs> since a long time ago. <laughs> Pittsburgh's made the playoffs a lot. Pittsburgh's won a lot of games. Now, last season, with the whole Le'Veon Bell fiasco, when you lose to teams like the Raiders, <laughs> when you lose to the Saints when you desperately needed that, and you go... Nine six and one, that's gonna cause controversy. When the whole Antonio Brown story was kind of breaking towards the end of the season, when there was still a chance to make the playoffs, 
Pittsburgh was in a lot of controversy last year. Pittsburgh was kind of a joke of the NFL. Okay, they weren't a the, the joke, but it was kind of fun to make jokes about Pittsburgh here and there because they're so bipolar. And my whole thing during the regular season was let's see if Mike Tomlin can coach the team this this week. Let's see, oh, maybe Mike Tomlin can kind of get his team together to win this week. And no one would ever know which team would show up. Would it be the team that beat the Patriots? Or would it be the team who lost to the Raiders? We never knew. And Pittsburgh proved towards the end of last season that they can still beat top teams. They beat the Patriots. They almost beat the Saints. But there's, it's just <laughs> the coaching staff kept doing the bare minimum, and that came back to bite them in the ass. And when talent starts to leave, such as Le'Veon Bell, now there's Antonio Brown gone. Let's see if Mike Tomlin and his coaching staff, Randy Fitchner, I think, isn't it? Yeah. I can't really pronounce his last name, but Randy Fitchner and Keith Butler decide to do this season. Because they need to coach their asses off. If they want to make the playoffs, they got to coach their asses off. There's no other choice. You can't do the bare minimum. And whatever, and well, let's just say it kind of goes poorly, then hell, Mike Tomlin needs to go. If he cannot win very many games, he needs to go. Now, do I think that's going to happen? No, because Pittsburgh's had three coaches since 1969. But Mike Tomlin needs to get his shit together this season. Because when you lose talent, doing the bare minimum doesn't work. That showed towards the end of last year. And you just lost in a span of one season, one one full calendar year, you lost two of your most talented players. Let's see how Mike Tomlin reacts. That's something I'm... Hoping to see goes well because I, I I'm a Steelers fan. I've said it like thirty times. But I, I'm keep on saying it. That's something I hope goes well, but this will kind of s- prove if Mike Tomlin really is a top coach, because he's always had a well, like <laughs> to begin his coaching career at Pittsburgh, he always had that defense that Bill Cowher built to lean on. And then once his defense left, oh, he can't, oh, then Mike Tomlin can't build a defense himself. That's shown. <laughs> that has definitely shown. And he's always had Big Ben to rely on. He has gotten guys like Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in steals, steals of picks. Now let's see if he can kind of start building a team. We'll start getting more talent in. He's got to get a new quarterback I'm kind of spinning this onto Mike Tomlin yeah I know but this season will kind of be a precursor to to, hey can he build for the future that's what this season will prove to me because you've lost two of your most talented players let's see if he actually starts to coach now when it comes to cap space with Pittsburgh you kind of have $21 million in dead space now. And that is terrible. Because Antonio Brown basically said, hey, trade me. 
but I'm still going to leave $21 million fucking dollars for y'all to pay me. And Pittsburgh's free agency, <laughs> they don't have very much cap space, like always, but still. You would expect them, when they lose Le'Veon and Antonio Brown, to have a lot of cap space. Oh, we can sign some players. We can actually go after top players. Ah, oh, no. $21 million in dead cap space. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I, I, I was really hoping that Pittsburgh would get Josh Rosen for an Antonio Brown trade. That didn't happen. It's cool. But, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh is going to rely on Juju Smith-Schuster from here on out. Which, which, I mean, to be fair, last season, Antonio Brown and Juju kind of sp- split targets. Like, of course, I'm pretty sure Antonio Brown had four more targets than Juju. And I mean, Juju's stats throughout the season were neck and neck, if not better than Antonio Brown's. Well, not, oh, well, he didn't have more touchdowns. But I'm pretty sure yards, he had more. I'm pretty sure, actually, no, not receptions. Receptions, Antonio Brown still had more. But Juju being 22 years old and James Conner being in his second, third season now, you have two building blocks to replace guys like Antonio Brown and Je- and Le'Veon Bell. And last season, I know, last draft and the second round, Pittsburgh drafted James Washington, receiver from Oklahoma State. He did not get very many targets. He didn't play that often. But he has potential to be good. It That, that showed in college. He can be a really good slot receiver. I do think Pittsburgh will need to get some sort of receiving help. May that be free agency. Someone like a Golden Tate could help. May that be draft. I don't really know very many receivers in the draft. I haven't really done much draft research, to be honest. Got to do that soon. But Pittsburgh clearly is going to need some receiver help. It sucks they don't. It sucks you don't have very many cap, very much cap space, but you're going to need some receiver help. Now, I haven't really been talking about the basis of the trade. Pittsburgh basically got... Pittsburgh got gypped. Pittsburgh got played. It's sad to see. That that really is sad to see for me. Because someone... Because Antonio Brown was my favorite player. And just seeing him fucking play the Steelers and play the rules like that... I fucking hate seeing that like that actually pisses me off but hey it is what it is basically summary of this basically a summary of all this the Raiders got one hell of a trade this is Mike Mayox and John Gruden's first offseason together and it's it's looking pretty promising because they have a number one receiver they have draft picks they have cap space let's see where they go from here I'm excited to see where they go. I I expect it to be pretty good. Because Mike Mayock, that hire was good to begin with. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is trapped. Now, what I would have done is just said, okay, we're not going to trade you for a third-round pick. Fucking just, it's going to keep you on the roster. Too fucking bad. (laughs) Like, I would have kind of played it like a Le'Veon Bell situation. 
just fucking keep him on the roster and just and just and just wait for a team that's going to give an offer that's that's like even worth looking at that's what I would have done but I do respect the fact that Pittsburgh decided to trade him then actually there's another point that I, I, I actually really want to make the Seahawks last year got rid of all their distractions that's what Pittsburgh's doing Pittsburgh has gotten rid of distractions. Let's see how Mike Tomlin would do. Will he be like Pete Carroll and still lead his team to the playoffs? Or will it be awful? Because this because the Steelers and Seahawks kind of have a similar situation. Well, okay, well, being the last year's Seahawks. Seahawks got rid of Michael Bennett, Richard Sherman. They got rid of all of them. It kind of sucks that Cam Chancellor retired, but he retired. They still made the playoffs. They still were a really good team. I'm hoping Pittsburgh can do the same thing. But back to the summary. Pittsburgh got gypped. It sucks to see it happen, but it happens. John Gruden, Mike Mayock, you did one hell of a job. My grade for the Raiders, I'm going to give him an A. Not an A plus because that restructure, you're giving him thirty million guaranteed and he's still a diva. Let's not get ourselves all caught up. He's still a diva. I don't think he knows how well he has it. Well he had it. Now he's gonna be stuck with a really bad team. And either he reacts to that as okay, let's keep on building rebuild mode. Yeah. Or he kind of realizes what he got himself like with and thought to himself, damn, I'm really stuck in the prime of my years with the Raiders. With Derek Carr, who's a good quarterback, but he's no Big Ben. With no defense whatsoever and a coach that would trade any player. That's why I got myself caught up in, damn. And I feel like that's most likely what's going to happen to A.B., and shit, would I love to see him stay in Pittsburgh? Yeah, but he's not. That's why I give it an A, because that's a lot of money to pay one player. Who is a diva? He can very easily think to himself, damn, what I get myself into? Why am I here? Ah, oh, we're going 6-10. and 10. Oh my god, this team has no defense. Ah, that, that could very well happen, and I don't want it to happen for the Raiders. But on the other hand, I kind of do want it to happen because fuck AB, right? <laughs> but that's why. I, but it was still a really good trade. A third and a fifth for the top receiver is one hell of a deal. Well, and it comes to Pittsburgh, I'll give him a D plus, not just an D. Because they got rid of distractions, something that Mike Tomlin needs to do. That's why I give him a D plus and not just a D or a D minus. Because you got rid of your distraction. Granted, would I have held out for some more compensation? Yeah. But but I can also respect just deciding to get rid of him now. That's something I can respect from Mike Tomlin and Keith Butler. Do I think they got gypped? Yeah, I think they got gypped. Because Antonio Brown played the rules. But, yeah, my trade grades are Raiders with an A and... 
Steelers with a D plus. My last and final point is what I began this podcast with. The the NFL needs some rule changes. That is no secret. At, at, at this point, when you have players playing a trade demand like it's free agency, that's a problem. There is no positive to that situation. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. I'm going to get a schedule going with these podcasts. I'm going to start making mock drafts here soon. Follow me on Twitter at SPWS Podcast. I would say a mock draft coming out next weekend. And I'm going to make an NBA-style podcast here soon. Not sure when. I'm still caught up with a bunch of stuff. I've been very, very busy. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Once again, share this with your friends. And uh, yeah, cue that music.